What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support, man. And if you're a brand new listener on March 4th, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com, and the link tree with all of that is in the podcast description. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow, and I really appreciate you guys checking out another edition of the podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for checking out the show. I say it a lot, but I mean it. I was taught not to be short on my thank yous, and so I really, uh, really want to let you guys know how much I appreciate each and every one of you who checks out this show. I know each and every one of you because I was you. Uh, that's my, my first derail of the podcast. That was from the movie Heavyweights. Shout out the Perkis system. He's Perkisizing. Uh, it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. But anyway, uh, I hope everybody's doing well. And if you're not, if you're, if you're getting over being sick, if you are sick like me, I've been uh, a little under the weather for a couple of weeks now. And, and I feel like... Uh, just this last week, I really feel like I've started to get back to 100%. Um, my voice is still a little, eh, you know, but that's, it's kind of common for me, though, um, with my sinuses and stuff and just living in a part of the country in the South where I swear like one day in Nashville, it's like 55 and sunny. And then the next day, it's like 15 degrees and you got to get up early and scrape your car off. And then it gets up to like 72 that day. And then there's a low of 20. Like it's, it's insane. I, I, I love this city, but holy shnikes, the weather is just like all over the place. So uh, if you're not doing well, I hope I hope that you're on the mend, and I, I hope that everybody has a, has a great start to their, to their new year. Um, as of listening to this episode, it'll actually be the end of January. I'm recording the intro and close here in mid-January. So yeah, man, I, I just hope that everybody's doing okay out there. And if you're not, again, everybody's in my thoughts and prayers. We've got a lot of a lot of crap going around. We got the Omicron variant, you know, Megatron, you know, Deltacron, Optimus Prime, all the variants. You guys know about all of them. They're all out there. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, I just hope that you're you're doing what you can to be safe and uh, to stay well, you know. And uh, I know everybody's tired of this, man. Uh, I'm tired of it too. I want us to get back to a more normal life, and it has been cool to see concerts coming back. It's been cool to see you know, people in the stands at, at, uh, sporting events. Um, you know, so hopefully we can continue to get back to more regular life and also just all the people in the service industry who've been impacted, all the healthcare workers and first responders who are going into the belly of the beast every day, man. Um, seeing people die and code, it's just, it's crazy. I, I think the average person doesn't even really, uh, myself included, because even though I've worked in healthcare, like a third of my life, like I was never a clinician, you know what I mean? I've never been in an operating room uh, while somebody's, you know, uh, you know, coding, you know what I mean? And uh, I think we, you know, a lot of us as human beings, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, you know, uh, where you know, until it, it, it knocks on your doorstep and puts you in a chokehold, you don't really take it seriously, especially if it's something that's invisible, like a disease. And I just think we you know, we forget about uh, not just the nurses and the doctors uh, and the people who, who are doing that, but also all of the environmental services workers who got to go in there and, you know, change the, the bed sheets and get the soiled linen and clean the clean the room and, you know, and what they're making per hour, 
you know what I'm saying? And, and the, the food nutrition services people who cook all the food for the people at the hospital. And it's just, uh, there's a, there's a lot that goes into the day-to-day operations of a, of any healthcare system. And, um, I just feel for everybody out there who's still in this. And, uh, you know, again, my, my heart is with you all. You're, you're braver than me. And, um, you know, I, I never, in my years, I never had to work through anything like this. You know, I'm on the supply chain end of things now in my, my job in healthcare, but, you know, when I was a young pup, uh, when I had like more peach fuzzy facial hair, uh, as a young guy coming out of high school back in the mid 2000s, the early aughts, as we're calling them now, um, I remember working. I remember working at the hospital through um, H1N1, uh, which I think was the swine flu. Don't quote me on it, but you got a you got a smartphone. You can Google it. But I mean, nothing nothing that was ever as crazy as this, man. Nothing that was ever as contagious and as 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 you know impactful in a negative way as this has been for everybody. So again, I know you're tired of hearing about it, and I don't want to rant too much about it, but. Uh, I just want to let you know that I feel for everybody out there, um, and, I, and trust me, I'm, I'm hoping that we all can get back to normal life sooner rather than later, but please keep all of those people that I just mentioned in mind, you know, the people who have to go to hospitals every day, healthcare centers, nursing homes, um, think about your loved ones, think about the people that you don't know, you know, when you go into an establishment and all the people that you're going to come into contact with, you know, I mean, just think about it on a daily basis, all the people you reach out in the world, man, it's, it's crazy. You know, if you, if you had like a, a clicker for every time you just walked by somebody, I mean, how many hundreds of people in, in one day does one human interact with, you know what I mean? So it, it makes sense when you look at how this thing is spread. And again, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their lives other than to just please be safe, please be mindful, be cool to your fellow human beings. And if you're somebody out there who's lost a loved one or, know somebody who's fighting COVID or, you know, if you're just sick in general, you know, people who are sick in general right now, just know that my thoughts and prayers are with you, man. Um, I want 2022 to be positive and healthy and happy for everybody out there, everybody listening to this. And uh, I really just hope that, you know, for January, you've had a good start to your new year. And if not, I hope it gets better. And there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of things you can use to help yourself get better. And that's a great tie-in to this week's guest, who is none other than a guy by the name of Jaden Schaefer, who is co-founder and CEO of the positive affirmation app, Self Pause. So it's been cool with this podcast to, to, to get to a, a point now after a couple of years of doing it. Um, you know, I really fired, fired it up uh, and got rolling consistently. Um, you know, right, right as the pandemic was, was popping off in, in 2020. And it's been cool to get to a point now where, where I've, I've, you know, had, had people reach out to me, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn, you know what I mean? We don't got millions of downloads or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> but it is cool when you, you start to become recognizable enough in the circle that you're in, you know, in the circles that you run and that, that people start to reach out to you. And so, uh, I got an email from Jaden, and he found me, and we had kind of a touch base call to talk about his app and what he's doing. And then I did my research, and it's really cool, you guys. So, like I said, Self Pause is a positive affirmation app, and it's really cool. I've had a chance to play around with it a little bit on my phone. You can get it whether you have, uh, you know, Apple, Android. You can get it on on those app stores. The website selfpause.com. It's in the podcast description. But it's really cool because it's very user-friendly and there's several different categories. So depending on, you know, what you're into, the app has thousands of affirmations. You can record your own affirmations. 
everything from categories like academic, stress, children, health, self-love, pregnancy, sleep, athletics, relationships, it's all there. And it's really cool, man. I think they're really carving out, uh, you know, their their own space in that world. You know, I, some of you might be familiar with the Headspace app, which which I love and use. Some of you might be uh, users of the the Calm app. Um, I remember, I, I think it Calm really came on my radar when LeBron James was talking about it and how he listens to like sleep music and stuff. And I think he he might have even partnered with them or done a commercial with them. So so some of you might be aware of some of those apps that are out there. But it's really cool because. Jaden and Jillian, his wife, started and, and, and developed this app, worked on it. Jillian is the chief product officer over at Self Pause. And uh, it's just really cool, man. I, I don't want to give too much away, but you'll, you'll hear in this, this episode of the podcast about how Jillian and Jaden met and their love story and how her pregnancy is really kind of what led to them going down this path in terms of creating an app and, and creating a positive affirmation app. And uh, it was just a really cool conversation. Jaden is such a kind, down-to-earth guy, and I really think what they're doing is is really cool. I'm all about mental health, as you guys know. I've talked to you guys about my struggles with anxiety and OCD, you know, panic attacks, depression, self-doubt, all those things. And this app is something where you can go and, and dig into all of that and not only, like I said, listen to affirmations, but record your own. So it was really cool for him to reach out, to connect, and to take the time to do the podcast and learn more about his story and about the story of, of him and his wife, Jillian, and their family, and this app, Self Pause. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Jaden Schaefer, CEO and co-founder of the positive affirmation app, Self Pause. Here it is. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, well, Jaden, thank you again so much for taking the time to do this, man, uh, and for reaching out initially. Um, it's cool to be in a position now with with the podcast where, you know, people are even even finding me. You know, I mean, obviously, I don't I I enjoy connecting with people and reaching out, and sometimes you get some nos and and uh, you know you get some yays, but uh, for for you to find me and reach out via email was cool, man. So uh, I really appreciate you joining me for the show. Totally. I'm happy to be here. I love what you're doing. I love what you talk about. And so uh, it's cool to be on here and happy to be here. Yeah. And, and happy new year to you. And um, for, for people to, to get a little bit of background before we officially dive in. So Jaden and his wife, Jillian, right, is, is your name, Jillian? Yeah. You guys started the, the self-pause app, which is an affirmation app and um, you guys have made a lot of noise in a, in a short period of time with this app and I think it's cool I even playing around with it there's there's all kinds of categories like everything from athletic to relationships children um, sleep there was one I saw for pregnancy uh, I listened to one on stress today and uh, it's it's cool how you guys have it all broken out but uh, just to to go back to the beginning a little bit as far as y'all's history together, uh, just as a, as a, obviously a husband and wife team now, um, and parents too, right? Yeah, two kids. Yeah, two kids. Um, how how long has sort of the the mental health aspect part of things been part of either you guys individually or or even part of your relationship to even dive into to attempt to do something like this, man? 
Yeah, well, for me, pretty much my whole life, uh, positive affirmations have been uh, have played an important role and been a big thing. Uh, my parents were always really big proponents of that. So it, it kind of, you know, I was taught that at a younger age. And I think that was really beneficial. And then um, beyond that, after uh, my wife and I got married, I think we, we kind of discovered the affirmation meditation aspect because that wasn't something I'd ever seen or done or and she hadn't either um, when she was pregnant with our first son. So that's kind of, um, you know, when it all started, she had a lot of stress and anxiety, you know, relating to being a mom for the first time and everything that goes into it and pregnancy and stuff. And she was um, talking to one of her friends who recommended um, some like meditations online for her to take some for like pregnant mom meditations. And uh, we were, we're both in college at the time, super poor, and they're really expensive. And so, you know, she came to me and was like, hey, can like, can we get these? And like, when your pregnant wife asks you for something, you don't say no. So I was like, you know, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, so she got the medit, she downloaded the meditations, it was literally just like, you know, downloading mp3 files onto her phone and going through the folders to listen to them. So it was like nothing fancy. But um, she she thought they were pretty cool. But there was two in particular that she like really loved. There's a whole bunch of meditations, but there's two that were like affirmation meditations. So they're like, you know, telling her positive statements that she could do it, um, that she was capable and all the stuff. And she loved those. She would listen to them every morning, every night. I, you know, I would be listening to these, uh, these birthing affirmations every night because we're going to bed and she's playing them and stuff, you know. But honestly, it was really amazing for me to see what a, what a mindset shift that was able to help her make going from a place of a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety and, and like worry about how this whole thing was going to play out to being confident and excited in, in the outcome, trusting herself that, you know, she was capable and able to accomplish this thing. So for me, that was a huge eye opener to just the power of uh, affirmations and meditation and combining those two things. Um, And so that was kind of the the very beginning for us and how, you know, the whole mental health thing got started for us. Yeah. and, And you mentioned growing up with it with your parents, are they in like health and education at all? Uh, No, but my dad is an entrepreneur and very, um, he's very big on goal setting and, you know, accomplishing things. And uh, both my parents are very uh, big advocates of the the mental aspect of that and how, you know, your mindset really is key to becoming who you want to become and doing what you want to do. And uh, they're both very, you know, very big proponents of you have the power to accomplish whatever you want, as long as, um, you know, you believe and you, uh, you set your mind to that. So when you look back at your childhood, Jaden, were there any moments for you in terms of like overcoming adversity that, I mean, obviously they're, they're probably not applicable to being a dad or, or going through that in college with, with your, with your firstborn child, but you know, anything where, where, as you guys were going through that experience or even starting this app where you look back and go, Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I remember I did A, B, C, and D, or I was going through this. And having that guidance from my parents and, and, and doing this affirmation or this kind of mental task really helped me out. Yeah, totally. I feel like um, there was a lot of, I had a lot of really good examples uh, in my life. Watching my parents, I feel like go through um, difficult things and being able to keep a positive mindset and seeing the benefit that had. And so then 
personally, when I would go through, you know, difficult things, whether that was just stress from school, academics, you know, relationships, anything in my life. Um, I remember specifically my grandfather uh, told me, even if you, you know, even if you're having a really rough time and you can't do anything, but just like smile. Well, what he would say, he's this crazy eccentric guy with white, you know, curly hair. So it's always <laughs> funny listening to him say it, but he would say stick, if you stick a pen in your mouth and bite down on it, if that's all you can do, it like kind of forces your, your face into a bit of a smile. Um, and he said, doing that will like activate dopamine in your brain because your brain thinks that you're, you're smiling. Anyways, he had this whole, oh, wow. he researched all these scientific things, but uh, yeah, just telling yourself that you're going to be okay it's okay to accept that you may be struggling with the difficult moment, right? Like you're not in denial, but like accepting what, what is and believing and having hope that there's a, a better outcome future for you. Um, that, that like philosophy really, really has helped me a lot in my life. Um, you know, if there was like some sort of difficulty with finances, with, you know, school, whatever the stress and anxiety related to that, believing that, you know, there is a difficulty but I, I know that the outcome, I will be able to overcome it. Had, you know, that was, a, that was a big thing. And I definitely learned that from grandparents and parents. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how like uh, the grandparents always have that, uh, that extra influence too. Like my grandpa, I was really close with him. I still wear his, uh, his necklace every day. And um, I felt like he was one of the few people that really, really understood me. And he, he always had that calming energy. So it's interesting to hear that, that your grandpa kind of in a way was was like that for you as well totally totally so what did you want to do growing up Jaden like what were what were um when you were like you know high school getting into college what was the direction that uh that you wanted to take career-wise or, or did you did you know going in um I think for me I was always pretty excited pretty passionate about um entrepreneurship, I would say in general. And I feel like that can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people. Like you can, you can be an entrepreneur within the company that you work in, you know, coming up with innovative or interesting ideas. There's a lot of different ways that that can apply or side hustles or other things. But yeah, um, my, my father, when he graduated, he started like his own little travel agency. And it was really cool for me to, um, see the, the flexibility that that gave him a little bit more flexibility with, you know, his time and stuff. And so that was always really appealing to me. Um, and so I don't think I ever was like, oh, someday I'm going to be a travel agent or start a travel agency. But I just knew like someday I want to, I, I like to create and I want to build. And so I want to create something. And so, you know, that can look like a lot of things for a lot of different people, but I definitely had that creative outlet. And so um, growing up my, uh, I was actually homeschooled my whole life. So growing up, my uh, curriculum at school was kind of, I had a lot more uh, flexibility on that. And one of my favorite things to do was uh, I would I would go to my dad's office or when he started working from home later on, I'd go into his office for the whole day and I would just listen to him make all of his business calls and listen to what he was doing. And he'd give me projects to work on his, his like website or other things, usually within marketing. So I think he kind of corrupted me to where I went and studied marketing later on. And that's kind of what I'm <laughs> passionate about. But yeah, I, uh, I loved business and I loved marketing and kind of the creative element of that. Now, the, obviously it runs in the family with, with you and your dad, but like, what did, did he come from sort of an entrepreneurial, like what was, was his dad or his mom were, were they like that as well? Or anybody, anybody yeah. of those guys? So 
So both of his parents, my dad's, both of his parents are immigrants. One immigrated from Germany when he was 16. And my grandmother immigrated from Wales when she was, or I think he was 17 and she was 16. And, you know, later on they met each other. But uh, yeah, I feel like coming from that, that background where they, you know, as teenagers came to Canada, where I'm originally from and had absolutely nothing um, starting on their own, it definitely gave them an entrepreneurial drive. So my grandfather, he um, honestly, I have to give him props because I've tried learning other languages. It is not an easy thing, but coming <laughs> from Germany, learning English, he really mastered, he was a big, um, is obsessed with linguistics. So really mastering an English, like a, an accent. So you couldn't hear his German accent. And then he actually started a newspaper. So, um, you know, beyond that, obviously he had to be a, a master of, of grammar and all that kind of stuff. But he uh, started a newspaper in a in a small town in Canada and uh, ran that for many years. So I think my own father, growing up, you know, with uh, with his parents, saw the value of hard work. You know, both of them were immigrants, and uh, you know, took things pretty seriously. And especially when it came to to money and stuff. So um, I think there's definitely a bit of a legacy there. That's really cool. Is is the paper? Do you know? Is it still is it still around? Is somebody still running it? No, I don't think it's still around. It is in a very small logging town called Quinnell. It's still there. I actually have some, an aunt and uncle that still live there. But uh, we do have, they, they did this thing where every year they print out like this Christmas song book, you know, from like 1996 or something. I think it was the last year they did it. And uh, they, they gave us a big, huge stack of it. So growing up every Christmas, we pull out these Christmas song books that had my grandpa's like newspaper or whatever on there I don't think it's in print anymore but we uh we still have those old song books so it's kind of fun to look at that's awesome yeah that that kind of spirit man like um I actually it's I went to school for for journalism and, and wrote for uh, a local paper that's how I kind of cut my teeth and, and wrote for our student newspaper when I was at the University of Toledo in, in northwest Ohio and um that's really cool to hear that that he had the wherewithal even to start like you said, just to learn a new language, go to a new country, start a newspaper, you know, and, and run it successfully for a number of years. That's that's pretty, pretty awesome lineage, man, because I just feel like, you know, getting back to kind of like the the meditation stuff and the positive affirmation stuff. I know one obstacle for me is like self-doubt, you know, how, mm-hmm. you know, how successful can I be? What if I fail? And I think that fear of failure, I, I know I'm not unique in that. So mm-hmm. it's always cool for me to hear about, you know, people from previous generations where, where life, I feel like was a lot simpler, but it was also, I feel like a lot harder too, man. You know what I mean? Like we have so many conveniences nowadays that people like your, your grandfather didn't have. And so it's inspiring to hear stories like that, you know? Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm super inspired. And whenever there's a challenge or something to overcome, I, yeah, I have a hard time feeling too bad for myself because I'm like, <laughs> oh man, like these people really, really had to work for what they had. So I'm very inspired by them for sure. So now take me to you're in college. Did, did, did you and Jillian, is that where you guys met or had you known each other before that? Cause are you in, is it Arizona now? Is that where you yeah, guys are based yeah, out live of in Arizona? Um, that's where my wife's family is all from where she grew up and stuff. And so I grew up in Canada on Vancouver Island, right, right next to Vancouver. British Columbia. And so, uh, yeah, we both went to school in Hawaii and that's where we met, um, which coincidentally it's the same school my parents went to and that's where they met. So that's kind of cool as well. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we met there and 
we uh, we got married while we were still in college, which, you know, a lot of people think it's, you know, it was, uh, we're super young and everything. And we've now been married for, for five years. So I guess Hawaii was a, a good place to, to meet. <laughs> <laughs> well, c- congratulations uh, on, on five years, man. That's awesome. So, so I, I got to know a little bit about the love story. So was it a class? Did you, did, did she hit you with a, with a door when you were, you know, going to class? Like how did, how did it happen? How did you guys actually meet? Yeah. So it was actually uh, one of my friends. Um, we had a, a mutual friend. One of my buddies was uh, he got there a little bit before me at school and I hadn't seen him in years, but uh, I like ran into him on campus. One of the first days at school and he had already made friends with her and a bunch of her other friends. And so, um, you know, I was excited to see him. And then he introduced me to all of them. And I, I didn't really talk to them much. But uh, we we ended up planning later on some sort of movie or thing or, you know, party or something later on. And he invited, I told him, like, hey, invite all those girls that uh, you introduced <laughs> me to. And so, uh, yeah, Jill came and we kind of just hit it off at that party. Didn't really watch the movie, just talked. and. Uh, uh, it was funny. So coming from Canada, I just gotten there and uh, I didn't have a SIM card for my phone because in Canada, you know, we all, we have all different phone carriers. And so I'd ordered one online, but it was, you know, take it was going to take a couple weeks or something for the new SIM card to get in. So I really didn't have a cell phone. And my wife, uh, Jill, at the time, she her phone had like just got stolen the day before. So she didn't have a phone either. So it's kind of funny because, you know, I feel like nowadays a lot of. Uh, relationships revolve around phones and stuff and neither of us were able to text each other but we really hit it off um and we had we lived in buildings right next to each other and so uh it'd be we'd be heading off to class or after class or with lunch or you know whenever randomly we'd kind of cross each other we knew like oh well if I don't hang out with them or talk to them now like I'm not going to be able to see them for who knows how long like <laughs> no way to contact each other so because of that uh after that first time we kind of met the next day we ran into each other and ended up hanging out for the whole day after classes. And we just kind of started doing that. And then we started going to the gym together. Um, and for that kind of two weeks before we got phones, we became really good friends. Um, and we already had that whole kind of friend group that we'd all met before that we're all friends with. So uh, yeah, it was, it just kind of, we just kind of clicked really well and it, it just went from there. What, what Island were, were you guys on when you were studying there? Uh, on Oahu. So, you know, the one with Honolulu kind of has the, the biggest population in Hawaii. Okay. That's got to be a, a crazy college experience, man. Like that's a pretty unique love story. I mean, a lot of people meet in college, but to meet like in Hawaii with no phones, like that's kind of, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I mean, because, because everything, I feel like it, we've almost become symbiotic to our devices, you know what I mean? So that's totally, totally. Yeah, no, it is definitely, I mean, even for, yeah, even for us, it was, it was really interesting, but um, it was an awesome place, super beautiful. And so, yeah, most of our activities would revolve around going to the beach and she was really big into slacklining and we'd go hiking and uh, I try to get her to come surfing with me, although she'd usually get bashed up by the waves pretty bad. So it wasn't always <laughs> the best experience, but yeah, Hawaii is pretty awesome. That is, I got to imagine some serious surfing in, in Hawaii, man. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Well, my favorite thing is growing up, uh, I surfed a lot in Canada. You can you can do it from the island I'm from, but it's freezing cold, as you can imagine. So yeah. full body wetsuit and everything. And uh, it's cool going to Hawaii where you're just in shorts and the water's like a bathtub. So it's pretty nice. 
yeah, Vancouver and, and, you know, British Columbia and all that. I mean, that's like, uh, and isn't, isn't Banff, isn't that in that uh, same province? Yeah. I know it's, uh-huh. I know it's a ways from Vancouver, but, um, yeah. uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, that's always been on my, my bucket list of places to, to journey to. So, so now you mentioned you guys get married in college, you get, you get pregnant in college. And, and as you touched on in the beginning, and that was kind of the genesis for the, the self pause app. Um, take me through and take the listeners through just like even starting an app. Cause I feel kind of like there's a skit, uh, on SNL that probably will be lost on anybody under like 33 who listens to this podcast, but go look it up. Cause you could probably still find it on YouTube, but there was a skit with, uh, Phil Hartman, may he rest in peace called unfrozen caveman lawyer. And the whole joke of it is. <laughs> he's like a thought out caveman, but he becomes like a lawyer. And so there's all these jokes in the, in the, in the courtroom where he's like, I don't know how that works. And I, you know, but I think my clients, you know, deserves however many, you know, dollars in damages or whatever. So the, the point I'm making with the unfrozen caveman lawyer reference and tying it to an app is it's like with all this stuff now with whether it's NFTs or Bitcoin, crypto is becoming huge. And I like, where does one even start in terms of developing an app, man? Yeah, so I was really fortunate because I'm, you know, probably in the exact, I was in the exact same place you, you or anyone else is as far as knowledge on all of that stuff. But uh, I was really fortunate to have a mentor um, that I met at college who is, uh, he taught one of, one of my classes, one of my teachers, and then I just became good friends with him. And he'd done a lot of uh, outsourcing development of like apps and that kind of stuff. So I did kind of like an internship with him over a summer where he walked me through the whole process and showed me how to do it, which became really useful when we came up with this idea because um, I didn't have this idea. It was just like, you know, this will probably be useful at some point. So um, essentially for apps, I don't do any development. I don't know any, I don't know any, any development. So what we did right off the bat was I had a friend that was good at graphic design. I had him kind of draw like a, an outline of what our app could look like. First off, I obviously came up with like the features that I wanted and came up with, you know, just like napkin drawings of like what the screens might look like or what the buttons might do. But I'm like, don't, don't listen to any of my design. Just, I want a screen that has like (laughs) these three features, like you make it look good. You know what I mean? So uh, he, he came up with a pretty awesome design. Uh, We worked with him quite a bit on it. Um, And then we sent that over to a team in India, which how you do that is it's not as complicated as you might think. Um, you can go on any sort of outsourcing website like Upwork. And well, so this is what we did. I'll tell you if anyone is interested, what I would recommend doing differently. <laughs> you can go on Upwork, make a job posting that says, hey, I want to make an app that does this, this, and this. Send me a bid. A bunch of companies sent us a bid. I chose one that I thought looked good, sent them over the designs my friend had made, and they kind of got to work. It took them a really, really long time. The quality wasn't super, super good. They said it's too hard to do a bunch of features like near the end. So the features just got cut. One of the most important ones being like payment. So like people couldn't even pay for the app. It just had to be free because they didn't know how to implement it. And then they kind of disappeared. So uh, in in retrospect, I think... um, using a team here in the States is, is a lot more sustainable. It's a better idea. We, so what ended up happening with us when we built the app was uh, took like a whole year to build. We launched it. Then there was a bunch of bugs and our team in India was like, sorry, like you already paid us. We're kind of done. 
And uh, so they wouldn't fix stuff and it all fell apart. We ended up having to pull it off the app store. So it was, it was oh, kind man. of a bummer. And then we had to rebuild the entire thing from scratch with a in-house team here in the States. So uh, in retrospect, if anyone's interested in building an app or something, if you have an app idea, I recommend going on LinkedIn, looking for any connections or friends of friends you have that are app developers or just into development and asking them. Uh, it's a much less painful experience. <laughs> well, that's part of the, yeah, the part of the trial and error, right? But yeah, that was, that was one of the questions. One of the notes I had kind of written down was like, just, uh, you know, coming up with, with like the name and even getting into like, it's like starting an app, like uh, just where, where do you even begin with that? And, and on that, the name self pause, I mean, it, it is cool and, it, and it's catchy. The The logo I think is, it's very simple. It's very straightforward. When you think about some really big brands out there, whether it's like, you know, uh, a clothing or, or athletic brand, like a Nike or an Adidas, or even like FedEx, you know, it's got the kind of hidden arrow in there. Like all mm. these logos are kind of like iconic. And I think your guys is just pretty simple and straightforward, but what was it like actually coming up with the name for it? Yeah. So, um, I don't know if it was myself or my wife who came up with the name exactly, but, uh, after, after, you know, we decided that we wanted to, to do this app, we were sitting there just brainstorming names and we, uh, we had Google open and maybe we had like some sort of website that, you know, you can go register your websites at. And we were coming up with all these different names and typing them in to see if the .com was available. And uh, I think we liked, um, there's a meditation app called Headspace. We liked how it was like two different words, Headspace and put together. And so we're thinking of two different word combinations. and. We liked self because, you know, it's, you're focusing on yourself. And uh, I think we had liked the word pause. We had a bunch of other different words that we liked and we we're kind of just mushing them together and putting them on there. And then self pause was available. And we're both like, yeah, we love that name. Um, and it's cool because the website was available. The Instagram handle was available. Just like every platform it was available. So we're just like, this is, you know, this is a cool name. And uh, we decided to go with it. Match made heaven was what was there one that it almost was? Um, I don't think so. Like I, we tried a bunch of other names, but uh, honestly, like, and some of them were like, oh, oh, if you just pay fifteen grand, you can buy this website or something. And of course, like we're not going to pay fifteen grand. Oh, yeah. but beyond <laughs> that, we weren't even in love with those names. And when we heard self pause, we're like, this really is a cool name. So we were pretty pumped on self pause when we first came across it. Yeah. And you mentioned, you mentioned Headspace. Uh, uh, that's, that's an app that I have and I use and I love there, you know, um, there's also the call map, which I think gained a lot of notoriety thanks to Le LeBron James mentioning that he uses it and, you know, for like sleep music and the sleep sounds and stuff. So when you guys were thinking about the, uh, the positive affirmation aspect of it, and you mentioned when your wife was going through, you know, the pregnancy with your firstborn, you know, w when did it really click in terms of, um, setting yourself apart, right? Because that's even something with like podcasting now. That's something that I thought about when I when I came back into this fold um, after having initially started my podcast back in 2012. And back then it was just like pretty much strictly music interviews from stories that I did. But when I came back into it, I had heard another podcaster I look up to, uh, a guy by the name of Doc Coyle, who, who um, was kind of talking about how he came up with his show and sort of thinking about how can I set myself apart from other people out there. And I think that's, what's really cool about self pause for anybody listening to this, who wants to download it is the affirmational aspect of it. And in comparison to 
um, some of the other apps are out there. I mean, how conscious of, of that were you guys when you, when you started this thing, man? Yeah. So I think it really all stemmed back from just like seeing how, what an impact it had made on my wife. And so pretty much how it, it got started was that I saw how, how much help those affirmation meditations were for my wife when she was pregnant, overcoming stress. And I was like, you know, I bet this would help people in a lot of other categories. So I actually started just recording myself um, saying affirmations in a whole bunch of different categories. I was studying business. So I did like business and entrepreneurship ones. And then I did like relationships and like a whole bunch of different ones. And I just threw meditation. I bought some meditation music from someone online and put it in the background. And I ended up throwing them on Spotify. Um, and like within the first couple weeks uh, or in the, within the first couple months, I was getting around 50,000 streams a month on these like affirmation albums I made on Spotify. Oh, wow. And uh, we were like, holy smokes, like, you know, people love this. And and um, just from the the, rea- the response of people and the what it had kind of done for my wife, we knew like, you know, this really is something super powerful. This this helps a lot of people. And uh, we decided we wanted to do an app. It was actually my wife's idea because she's a, she's a computer science major. That's what she studied. So I spent many long nights in the computer lab with her while she would spend five hours working on a an app or something that she had for a class. Um, so it's kind of top of mind for her a lot, but, uh, yeah. So she thought, she said, Hey, like let's turn this into an app because YouTube and Spotify, they're cool, but it's really not customizable, right? Like all you get is my voice, which, you know, hopefully people like it, but like, (laughs) if you want something different, you can't change it. You can't change the music in the background. Sometimes I'd throw like bird sounds or waves. Like if you don't like those, like you're stuck with it, you know? So the app was a cool thing where, it kind of allowed us, our vision for it was like, we'd love something where you can choose multiple voices. You can choose multiple different meditation sounds that you could switch out in the back and multiple different nature sounds and kind of get like a a lot more of a customizable experience. Yeah, that's really, that's really cool. And and like I said, uh, kind of towards the beginning when we started, like, I, I really like how you guys have it broken out into all those different categories, you know, whether, whether it is kids, sleep, athletic relationships, academics, uh, stress, and, and depending on, I think, sus- subscription levels, right? People can, can actually record their own personal affirmations, right? So you can, you can listen to other people. Like I listened to one on stress today, but you can actually record your own affirmation. Yeah. And, and that's something that we were like really, um, really passionate about because like growing up my whole life, I always had like affirmations that I would say to myself, uh, when times are hard or, when I had, you know, things to overcome. And so I'm really, really passionate. And I'm a really big advocate on like personalized affirmations. We have these awesome meditations you can listen to, but like what's so powerful is when you write your own affirmations, like your own goals, your own things, the, the person you want to become, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's actually free for everyone. If you get the app, anyone can write and record their own affirmations and they can meditate to them, like throw meditation music or nature sounds in the background. Um, and yeah, we are, we're pretty purposeful with that, making sure that was free. So it was just kind of a tool anyone can use um, to, to really focus on, you know, becoming the best version of themselves and achieving their goals. And, and take me through the the launch a little bit too, man, because was it, was it 2019 where, where this was really kind of coming to fruition and then the pandemic happens, right? Like it's, was that the year that you guys launched it was the, the beginning of the COVID pandemic in 2020? Uh, yeah. So 
that's when it first launched. And like I said, initially it was, uh, yeah, there was all the, all the COVID stuff was happening in 20, in 2020. I think it was in like, might've been like March and, uh, or April. And so it was really timely. And at the time, like I said, it was free because we, <laughs> we didn't have anything paid in there. Um, we didn't have very much content and it, you know, it wasn't quite as, uh, as polished as it is now, but, um, yeah, it was completely free and which was kind of cool. And we, uh, we talked to a lot of people and said, look with COVID happening with a lot of things that are happening with a lot of stress, we're gonna leave it free for a year. So people during the pandemic can just listen to the affirmations and get help from that. And so, um, and so, yeah, we launched it. We had a really awesome response right on the, the first version of the app kind of that we put out. Um, we, we had a, an influencer on YouTube, make a video about it where she talked about it. And from that video we got around, and then we also got on, um, we got on a local Fox news station here in Arizona. And from those two things, we kind of got like this big swarm of like 15,000 users that, uh, that came to it and, oh, wow. uh, kind of got it started. And that was really helpful because we got a lot of really good feedback from them on what was valuable for the app, what they would like to see. Um, kind of how to make that the most useful for them so that was really exciting at the time um and i was uh i was working full-time at a at a marketing job at the time and just trying to kind of do it on the side uh, my wife was doing a lot with that she actually did the the interview on fox uh because uh you know working at my my job i couldn't be uh <laughs> i couldn't be the ceo of self-pause while also <laughs> working at my company so she uh she put in a lot of work for that as well so from from development to to the actual launch in 2020 how how like how long of an endeavor was that from from India to then the states and then putting out the versions that that came out i mean from start to 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 initial launch how long did it take you guys it was about a year and and like it was a lot of work there was a stretch in there for at least 6 months where every single day the development team would send me like they'd send me the app, like a, they'd give me a file where I could download and it would open the app on my phone. And it'd be like, okay, the app is done. Let me know what you think. And for six months, I'd be like, you guys like this page, none of these buttons like click. And they'd be like, okay, we'll work <laughs> on that. And the next day they're like, okay, the app is done. And I'd be like, okay, like this page, like if you click on the account page, like doesn't even do anything. And it like for six months we did that. And um, every single day I would test out the app, tell them all the buttons, how to adjust, change things. Um, I've come to learn that's not like as normal of a, an experience, you know, usually it's not the, the client or whatever that's testing the interface and every little thing daily. Usually that's like, you know, once every month or two, when there's a big push, you can go look, make sure everything's like works and looks how you want. But um, with uh, that particular agency, that's how it was working. So uh, yeah, it was a big, it was a lot of work for a solid year grinding, but it was really useful because it helped me learn what uh what features were easy what features were difficult what some of the drawbacks are i got i was very involved in the whole development of it i mean beyond the the fact that like, like i don't know anything about how to actually code or develop <laughs> um so that was that was definitely a, a big experience for myself well it's super streamlined now man i mean just just playing around with it even before doing this like uh the way it's set up is very user friendly and again i think I think the categories is uh, part of it is is really cool because you know wh whatever 
whatever phase of life you're in at that current time that you guys pretty much have something for it, which I, which I think is really cool. And before we wrap it up, man, I mean, in a short amount of time, you guys have generated a really positive response. I mean, I see like the, your Instagram's almost at 60,000 followers. I mean, and it's kind of weird. Like we're in this day and age where currency in some ways is, is eyeballs, but the, but, but for what you're doing, I think that is really cool. And then users, I still have an Android phone. I'm one of those people that's still still rocking the Android. But I think same, I saw same here. There's what? There's over like thirty thousand or something users now on Android, or is even is even more than that now? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, around the the right number. So it's it's pretty uh, it's growing pretty pretty fast. And um, essentially, we we had to rebuild it. The design you see now, I, I designed myself. Taught myself how to design because I don't want to pay someone to design it twice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after we relaunched, um, the app's a lot more streamlined, like you said, a lot more stable. And so um, we've had a really positive response from people. And uh, it's been a really amazing because it's very community, community driven, community based. And so we feel very fortunate to be, you know, involved with such an amazing community. You know, people like yourself that really do believe you have the power to change, you know, your your life and your future with, with the power of your thoughts. Um, and so yeah, we we love the amazing community that it has helped us to meet and interact with and be surrounded by. So we're grateful to it for that. And uh, yeah, we really just hope we can pass on as much positivity to anyone that, you know, that uses it. Yeah. And before we wrap it up, man, and thanks again, Jaden, so much for your time, dude. This has been really cool talking with you. And, and I and I hope the listeners enjoy this as well. Just not only learning about how you started that, but just does it trip you out too? like, you ever think about, um, cause like sometimes I'll look and I'll see where downloads are coming from and it, and it's like, like, well, I'm getting somebody from Germany or somebody from Brazil. Like it's, it's, you know, you never think as a kid, like somebody in Brazil or Germany is going to know your name. And, and, and I think about the impact that you guys are having in a positive way. And that's one thing I, I try not to be preachy on my show, but just the kind of message I try to share of, um, trying to keep, you know, a positive outlook, understanding when you go through struggle, that there's, that there's light at the end of the tunnel and perspective is such a big part of that. And I think affirmations tie right into that because it's the stories that we tell ourselves that really create the reality that we live every day. You know, everything that we do starts with a thought in our head before we put it into action. Like, does it ever trip you out when you go to sleep at night, you and Jill, and you think like, oh my gosh, we, you know, here we are, we, you know, we, we, we got, we got married young. We had our first board, you, you know, in, in college and, 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 or got pregnant in college and we're, we're learning all this. And, and now we've, you know, in, in probably what's been one of the most difficult periods, I think for millions of people, if not billions around the world with COVID, you guys have been able to impact tens of thousands of people in a positive way. Like, is that, what's that thought like just at your, at your age and your stage of life, man, to know that you guys have been able to take the entrepreneurial spirit, take your, your, your desire to learn and, and, and affect people in a positive way, man. Yeah. Honestly, I feel so fortunate because, um, I'm really passionate about building things and it, it gives me so much fulfillment to be able to build something that I feel like really does help people. Right. Like when I see, you know, however many daily new users, you know, we gain every day, I have a little notification that pops up on my phone. I just like feel so excited. I'm like, there's that many people every day that have the opportunity to like really harness that positivity. Um, and it makes me feel fortunate. There's nothing special about me. I just kind of rolled with it. It was my wife's idea and we we just rolled up our sleeves and, and got into it. But um, 
it's just something that I feel so fortunate. I can do something that is, feels very fulfilling to, uh, to work on. And do you get, do you get, uh, like, I mean, whether it's DMS on, on the Instagram page or anything, I mean, how, how much feedback are you guys getting from, from users on, on the app? You know, you mentioned the version now that you've actually, the way it looks now is it came from your fingertips, like, and you've been very, you know, hands-on throughout this whole process. Like, you know, you mentioned it's not maybe the common experience for people developing something, but in a way, I think that's probably really helpful for you, man. You know, being a young dude getting into this stuff, um, what's it like to get feedback from people and and just managing that aspect of it? And how positive has that been to see people's experiences from the app? We have been really, really blown away by the by the positive feedback we get, uh, you know, when we reach out to people and, and want to collaborate or work with them or like reaching out to you and, and coming on the podcast. People are so accommodating. They're so excited. Um, and uh, it, it is really, a, for me personally, it's a, it's a really big boost in my life to, you know, we went through so many years, the whole first year developing it, and then it kind of fell apart and having to spend a whole nother year developing it. Uh, there was years where I was grinding and definitely did not feel like there was, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe a light at the end of the tunnel or a lot of positive feedback or the app always had kind of issues. And it was, you know, a a point of stress and anxiety for my wife. And so it's really amazing to kind of turn that page, have it launched and working and finally be like, you know, this is what the sacrifice was for. This is why we, we put in all that work and all that time was, so it finally can help the people we, we want it to help and we know it can help. So it's very, very encouraging for sure to, to get the positive feedback. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a great message too, man. It's just, just don't quit. I think a lot of people, whatever, you know, whether it's their dreams or an idea that they have, like, you know, you mentioned there's times where it's like, you you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you just got to keep going. And I think you guys are a great example of that. Well, Jaden, this has been awesome, man. Uh, the, the last thing I'll ask you is just um, as far as 2022 is concerned, uh, hopefully we, we, can get further on the uh, the other side of COVID and life gets more back to normal. But for you and Jill and, and your family, like, is this, is this full time now with self pause and, and what do you guys want to build upon in, in 2022? What kind of goals or, or even affirmations do you have that, that you you're willing to share at least for, for 2022? Yeah. 2022, um, about six months ago, I quit my job and started working on this full time so we have a lot of amazing ideas that uh, we're currently working on with the app. A lot of feedback we've gotten over, over the last, we've received over the last six months that we're planning on implementing um, more affirmations, uh, more content, more music, more meditation on the app. And we're really excited about it. So uh, some of our, our affirmations and our goals for this and our lives this year is to um, be able to grow our team uh, that, that works on it. Um, and really focus on how can we help the people that use this app to, to achieve their goals. So we have a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff we're working on with that, but those are kind of our, our mission. That's kind of our mission and our main drive as we're going into 2022 to make sure, uh, everything we're doing and everything we're focusing on is, is kind of helping that end result of helping people achieve their goals and become the the person that we know they are inside already. It's not like they need to become someone new. They already are that person inside. It's just helping them unlock that and become their best self. Well, Jaden, I think that's a great place uh, to, to end it and put a button on it, man. Once again, thank you so much for connecting, for taking the time to do this, especially being a family man and, and being full bore with self pause. Um, I'll put the, the links in the podcast description, but uh, 
for people who are unfamiliar, uh, let them know where they can find you guys, either on socials or just even the app stores, man, with Self Pause. Yeah, you can uh, go to selfpause.com, learn more about us, um, or you can just search for Self Pause on iOS or Android and uh, get our app for free. We'd love to have you on. And if you uh, ever have any feedback, there's a feedback thing on the app where all, we read them every day and uh, we really do appreciate uh, getting those and helping implement those to, to make it the best thing possible for people. Well, Jade, much love to you and yours, man. Uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I think it's really cool that you were able to take an idea, you and your wife, and, and turn it into something tangible and something that's helping people. I think that's like a really beautiful thing, man. And, and I, I wish nothing but love and light for you guys in 2022, man. And definitely stay in touch. Will do. Thanks so much for having me on. It was amazing talking. All righty, Dighty. There you have it. That was my conversation with Jaden Schaefer, CEO and co-founder of the Positive Affirmation app, Self Pause. Jaden, thank you so much for taking the time to do the show, man. Again, it was really humbling. Uh, for me to to hear from you, for you to reach out and take the time to connect and do this podcast. Uh, it really, uh, really means a lot to me. And I think what you're doing is really awesome. The The fact that you and Jillian are, are, are now helping people all over the world, that the app has grown in, in such a short amount of time. It's it's really cool, man. Uh, and I think I think it's awesome that um, there's there's people in the world like yourself who you know, want to use your knowledge and your skill set along with your wife to, to really help better people and better the world. And, uh, you know, f- for real, man, I, I really appreciate the time. So everybody listening to this, thank you as well for checking out the show. Please go follow Self Pause on Instagram at Self Pause, the website, selfpause.com. And again, if you have an Android phone or you have an Apple phone, an iPhone, you can get their app. And like I said, I've had a chance to play around with it a little bit already, and it's, it's super user-friendly. And and for whatever you're going through or whatever you're, you're trying to get prepared for, they really have something for everybody, and I think that's what's really cool about this. So again, I hope that everybody enjoyed that conversation as much as me, and, and, I, and I'm really excited that we were able to do this episode in the beginning of the year. You know, I just think it's one of those shows that uh, the, the placement of it in terms of when I'm putting it out is a great time because everybody has New Year's resolutions, whether they're physical, whether they're mental, whether they're career, whether they're financial, whatever they might be, you know, loving yourself more, you know, figuring out what makes you tick and trying to use those gifts to, to better yourself and maybe better your world, uh, however big or small, you know, create positive ripple effects. So being able to drop this episode in January, right as 2022 is starting, um, it's, it's just really cool kind of how the divine timing worked out, or I'd like to think how the divine timing worked out. So thank you again to Jaden and again, shout out to, to Jillian, his wife, everything that she's doing as well. Uh, the, the, that team with this app, I just think it's so cool, man. So again, selfpause.com at selfpause on Instagram, all the links will be in the podcast description, folks. So you can scroll down and check it out right then and there. Uh, but yeah, man, again, I really appreciate everybody listening to the show. And there's a lot of fun stuff coming up for 2022. Again, I'm just really humbled by the fact that it has grown little by little. And I, I'm working on continuing to take steps to to make it bigger and reach more people. Uh, not for my own shine, but because I, I really love doing this. And, um, you know, being able to reach people in a positive way is, is really cool, man. I'm just a regular dude trying to figure things out. I am far from perfect 
I got a lot of issues. I got my own personal demons, uh, like we all do, man. But uh, I really try to go through the world and just be a good human. And uh, that's the legacy I'm just trying to leave behind, man. For for anybody who knew me, I, I hope that uh, whether I was in their life for, you know, five minutes or five years or 50 years, I just hope that uh, when they look back on their time with me, that they smile. You know what I mean? So that's really what it's all about for me. And this, this podcast has really been a vehicle for me to be able to get on here and uh, be a little cathartic, but also just feature really cool people like Jaden and his wife, Jill, and uh, the cool things that they're doing, the numerous bands I've had on the show. And so... When I get uh, positive feedback and, uh, you know, whether that's, you know, texts or, you know, comments from, from people that have, you know, been on the show or people that I know or uh, when you guys take the time to go leave a rating and review for the show, it means a lot, man. It just kind of reaffirms that uh, that this is something I, I should keep doing, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I'm not somebody that I, I'd like to think of myself as somebody who doesn't seek a ton of external validation. I, I spend a lot of time alone. <laughs> I enjoy my alone time. I'm very much uh, an extroverted introvert. You know, I, I enjoy social interactions, but I like to to get up in it and then get out it. You know what I mean? I like to go back to my my little nest, man. Um, and I feel like in a lot of ways, my my entire life in my 33, almost 34 years now, has just been me slowly kind of coming out of my shell. You know what I mean? And, um, and it's been cool, man. It's been cool to connect with people. And, uh, yeah, so I really appreciate all of you for listening to the show. It really means a lot. And there's a lot of fun stuff coming up for, for 2022. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's cool that I'm getting to a point where, you know, people are finding and reaching out to me, man. Uh, I I think that, uh, hopefully it means I'm doing something right. So thank you all again at self pause on Instagram, selfpause.com. Go to your app store. You can download it for free. And again, there's thousands of affirmations on there. You can record your own. It's really cool, man. It's really cool. And I just think it's a great tool for anybody out there uh, who, who, you know, whether you're struggling mentally or not, man, it's, you know, and I think that's an important thing to keep in mind too, you know, stuff like this, whether it's self-pause, whether it's headspace, whether, whether it's just doing yoga or, or, or some form of meditation, like it's not about being in a place of like instability maybe, or, you know, you're down on yourself or you feel like you've hit some hard times, you feel like you've hit kind of a rut in your life. Like, you know, even if things are going smooth right now, man, and you know, your life is firing on all cylinders, I still think that stuff like self-pause, you know, apps that you can listen to positive affirmation and just get, just get more jazzed up about your day or the direction that you're heading in. Like I, I, I know a guy personally, um, who, who recorded affirmations, about things that he wanted to happen in his life and in his business and he listened to him and listened to him and listened to him and like wrote him down and stuff and, and a lot of them came true you know so I, I really believe in the in the power of positive thinking and uh, manifesting what you want into reality so you know keep that in mind too if you're listening to this this isn't just about if you're struggling or if like I said you're you might feel like you're in a little bit of a rut or you feel like ah man I got some work to do we all got work to do man you know this is for people who Whatever stage you're at, man, self-pause is something I really think will add value to your life. And, I, and I'm saying that as somebody who's used it a little bit already. And uh, yeah, man. So thank you. Once again, you guys can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site's March4th.podbean.com. You can listen to it on major platforms like Spotify, Apple, iHeart, uh, you know, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts. Uh, and I'm working on getting it on more platforms as well. But Again, you can find all that in the link tree. And uh, yeah, man, if you guys did enjoy the show as much as I hate begging for likes and subs and all that stuff and click this and click that, um, it does 
mean a lot when you guys um, leave a rating and review because it helps the, the show rank higher and ultimately gets these conversations with awesome people like Jaden out to more people. So if you would be so kind, in Apple you can leave a rating. You can leave a rating in Spotify now. Uh, I just saw that recently for the shows that I subscribe to uh, on Spotify. You can leave a rating on there as well. So, excuse me, if you would be so kind, please take the 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 time that you have. Um, not all the time that you have. I, everybody spend every waking moment pumping up March 4th. That's not what I meant. <laughs> if you would be so kind, uh, I got to get to bed tonight. Um, you know, just just take some time when you get a second to to leave a rating interview or tell a friend to tell a friend. Man, it would be it would be awesome. And uh, I, I really just want to create a positive ripple effect with the time that I have in this world, man. So. You know, you guys doing that and, and helping helping these shows get to more people helps make that happen. So thank you to all of you. I hope that everybody has a wonderful 2022 and stay tuned because we got more stuff in four. So uh, more stuff in four. We've got more stuff coming. Oh, my gosh. I really do need to get sleep <laughs> tonight. We've got more stuff in four. We've got more stuff in store for you is what I meant to say. But uh, sometimes my mouth moves faster than the brain can get the words out so uh stay tuned everybody i really appreciate you keep the faith and be kind to one another peace mm-hmm.